Well, hello again, family. Uh, welcome to another week. Uh, this week you get a, a double dose. Uh, we are going to be tackling uh, not one, but two books as we dive into the prophets uh, for the first time. So we, we've kind of laid the groundwork of, you know, here's here's this history, here's the story of the people of Israel, and we, we kind of hit a stopping point where they're getting carried off into captivity by Babylon. And we kind of paused the story and went back and, and we've looked through uh, the, the poetic writings, the wisdom writings, Psalms, Proverbs, those things, and, and so we can put those in context. Now we're going to go back uh, and go through the prophets that went along with those time periods with these kings. And all these prophets are during uh, the divided kingdom, so we're all after after Solomon uh, has already left and, and the kingdom splits into north, south, Judah, and Israel. Um, so we're starting with uh, Obadiah and Joel this week. Two, two together, but two short ones. So uh, should be a good week. Uh, Obadiah. Um, obviously written by Obadiah. And uh, there's multiple people mentioned in the Old Testament with this name, um, but as far as we know for sure, none of them are the same Obadiah that is the prophet. His name means servant of the Lord, so there's even a chance that this is just a title, like kind of an alias that, that they use. That He's just servant of the Lord delivering this message because, honestly, uh, the messenger is just that. He's the messenger, and this is a message uh, coming from God, not from Obadiah. Um Several several possibilities for the date of Obadiah's writing. Uh, most likely the one we're kind of going to roll with in our study uh, is around 850, 840, um, during the, uh, the reign of Jehoram. Um, it's after Israel's been attacked by the Philistines um, and the Edomites have rebelled right about that same time because this is a book written to uh, the southern king of Judah. Uh, and it's written for them, but it's, it's mostly about Edom. And their their neighbors, their cousins, uh, the Edomites are the descendants of Esau, Jacob, Esau. Right, goes way back. This little rivalry, the tensions between these groups, um, and it's a declaration of Edom's doom and a promise for Israel's uh, eventual restoration. Um, a reminder that God's promises will always prevail, and that we do reap what we sow. And the Edomites have have done wrong. They've um, they've wronged Israel. They've, they've made fun of them, they've attacked them, and so God is going to look out for his people, he's going to take care of them. Um, Obadiah, probably around the same time, uh, some contemporaries of his would be Elijah and Elisha. Um, they're, they're similar time frames for them, and uh, it talks about uh, judgment, destruction, reaping and sowing, hope, restoration, and justice. Um, key verse is, is verse 15, where it lets us in. It's the uh, shortest book in the Old Testament, so like I said, uh, we're putting two together, but it's still... Not, never, not very long this week. Uh, the book is actually poetry. It's not included in the wisdom and poetry writings, but it is written with that parallelism that we've grown accustomed to the last few weeks. So go right at home there. Uh, and then this week we'll also be reading through Joel. Um, and it's written once again by Joel. The, these prophet ones are really hard to identify, the authors. Um, but it says, Joel, son of Pethuel, which is interesting because Pethuel, is, it says it as if this means something to us. And yet, that's the only time we ever see that name in the entire Bible, his father's name. He's never mentioned anywhere else, but that's how he identifies himself. Um, once again, a lot of these, uh, some of these prophets, and shorter ones especially, um, don't give us a whole lot of identifying marks as far as the date specifically. You know, some of the others have some interaction. Isaiah, Jeremiah, like we know more specifically when they were around, who they were dealing with um, as far as kings and other people. Um, but some of these shorter ones we don't. And Joel really bounces all around. Um, some, some people date him early on in the divided kingdom uh, during the reign of Joash. 
and uh, others put him later during the reign of Josiah or shortly thereafter. And, and there's even some scholars that put him as late as, as after the exile, the return from Babylon, after Ezra and Nehemiah and all that, as late, you know, all the way down into the 400s. Um, so he could either be one of the very first prophets uh, who wrote or one of the very last um, or just end up there in the middle. So he could be lumped in around the same time as Elijah and Elisha and Jonah, uh, or he could be contemporary with Jeremiah, Habakkuk, Ezekiel, or he could even be way at the end along with Malachi. Um, just just depends on your view of things, uh, regardless of when he wrote it. It's written to the, the southern kingdom, people of Judah, especially Jerusalem, and it's a call to repentance. It's a reminder, and the thing that Joel talks so much about in this book is the day of the Lord. This, this kind of day of reckoning, this day of atonement, this, this moment when God's going to have to discipline his children. He's been saying, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. And finally, that day is going to come. And what's really cool in Joel is that he kind of shows in stages that there's kind of been a day of the Lord. This locusts have come and there's been some, some discipline already. And there's more on the way. And yet he's still looking ahead to an even an, an ultimate day of the Lord when God is going to come and, and rule his people and, and judge them. Um, so day of the Lord, real key theme for the book, judgment, repentance, uh, grace, um, because even, even in the midst of talking about those judgment things, it, it talks so much about God's loving kindness and the fact that there's still, uh, grace and compassion from him in the midst of those things that he will take care of his people. Even when that day of the Lord comes, if we're really following him, really true to him, we can, we can find confidence and safety in that. So. Uh, some key verses uh, in 2, 12, and 13, and also 2, 25, really help kind of um, unlock the book and explain things. Um, so, Obadiah and Joel, I uh, hope you guys enjoy this week, and uh, love you guys. See you soon.